he was still uplifted as he climbed the stairs to his room, and cheered, too, by the smell of fried onions that filled the well of the stairs. As he opened the door to his room, his mouth was watering. But the smell inside the room was strange and alerting, a heavy, warm smell, musty, but with a peculiar and familiar fleshiness about it. It was the smell of a woman's blood, and as he received it and recognized it, he knew that it was the smell of birth, too. The child, he thought, my child, here at last. And this was a new excitement, welling up from profound depths, washing away all his other thoughts and reducing all the other experiences of his day to insignificance. Rachel was still in the bed where he'd left her that morning, her body curled in a protective crescent round a fat bundle of shawls, and fast asleep, her eyelashes fringing her closed eyes with two patches of smudged darkness against the pallor of her skin. He was overwhelmed with tenderness at the sight of her, and torn with conflicting needs, wanting to wake her to be shown his child, and wanting to do the right thing and let her sleep, because sleep was natural after birth. She solved the problem by waking of her own accord. You have a son, Emmanuel, she told him dreamily, and her smile was beatific. See? He was on his knees at the bedside at once, even before she'd pulled back the edge of her red shawl to reveal a little rounded head covered with soft dark hair. A beautiful baby, she said, taking the child's tiny hand between her finger and thumb and placing it delicately on Emmanuel's forefinger. And beautiful he was, with huge dark eyes and the merest button of a nose and a little red mouth perfectly formed, the top lip shaped like the letter M. A dolly. Emmanuel said affectionately, using his mother's favorite endearment almost before he was aware that he'd remembered it. Great is our God, and greatly to be praised for his loving kindness. And the child grasped his finger and held it strongly. Such fine, fat limbs, Rachel said, lifting the shawl with her fingertips so that he could see the smooth flesh rounding their baby's arms. So soft. She was languid with love for the child. David, Emmanuel said. We will call him David. David the Beautiful. And he looked down at the perfect features below him with greater pride than he'd ever felt in his life. From hardship and poverty, from persecution and exile, in the ugly squalor of this cold room, in the coldest winter in human memory, on a day of fog and violence and terrible despair, this child had been born. David the Beautiful. Such a son we have, he said to Rachel.